0: everyone welcome back to another episode of Backstage Spotlight and today we have joining us Lauren Drew. Hello how are you doing? I'm good how are you? Very well thank you not too bad at all. I'm so excited for this episode it's a special one because it's getting released on New Year's Eve. (gasps) Oh I'm very honoured. Do you have anything to say to everyone celebrating the new year? my god
1: just go into the new year with all the amazing things that you want to do and just take the year by storm. That's what I say. That's, that's what I'm going to try to That's resolutions, isn't it? But then you kind of just end up just saying things for the sake of it. But I just think live life to the full every day. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, that's such a good motto. Just live your best life every day. Every day, like it's past. You've just finished a run of Lizzie. I did, literally oh, just, just,
1: absolutely amazing. What an incredible experience. The show, I don't know if you know much about the show, but it is a madness.
0: Yeah, I you didn't know. get a chance to see it, so you're gonna have to tell me a bit about it. It's, it's, um so it's it's based on true events that happened
1: back in the 1800s, about a woman called Lizzie Borden, who was accused of the murder of her uh, dad and stepmum and she murdered them with an ax. Now, we, we explored quite like, um, delicate kind of topics and themes throughout so but we kind of like I've said before I've done I've said this quite frequently but we kind of had to go down that route because we have to be able to justify the fact that she murders her parents at yeah. the end of action <clears throat> but with this like amazing crime story which is like so um hyped about now like especially now with all like Netflix like crime documentaries and things yeah mixed with like a punk rock pop score oh, which nice. Epic, absolutely amazing. But I mean, we were all really like rinsed by the end of it because we gave so much to the story and we just loved the show. But yeah, it was it was epic, amazing, amazing experience.
0: Yeah, I saw photos and stuff, and the
1: projection just looked insane. Yeah, it was fab. I mean, I do you know was I didn't really know much about it like at all. Yeah. Uh, before I was asked to do it, so I was I was shocked when I heard the music. I was really shocked that 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 I hadn't heard of it before because it was so up my street, the the music and stuff. So um, yeah, I mean, it it is killer though, like trying to do that every day. Oh, it is
0: a lot, but
1: hey, we've made it some shape.
0: Yeah, well, I bet Uh, it was amazing. I'd love to see it if it ever comes back, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see
1: what happens. We'll see what, I'm not sure what the plan is with it. We haven't really heard very much because I think we we were hoping for maybe like a cast recording or something, but yeah. it's tricky with these things, isn't it? You have to kind of wait see what happens with new, with new work, but yeah, really chuffed. I had the chance to do it.
0: Oh good, well, fingers crossed. When you were younger, did you ever think you would go into performing?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it's a really funny one for me because I, from the age of about three probably, Four maybe. I was always in dance classes, oh. so I would start, I started off doing things like uh, you know random bits of bits and bobs that were whatever was going on around my area. I'm from a very small industrial town called Port Talbot in South Wales. Yeah, there is, it's got the most in, amazing, incredible sense of community. The people are like the best ever, but it's there's just not a lot of opportunity there, mm. especially for you know aspiring performers and things. So if you kind of want to go down that route. You have got to leave, and you know, try and find it elsewhere. But when I was younger, I kind of just did it because I loved it. And then uh throughout time, I was figuring out that oh, maybe I'm a singer as well. I was a freestyle disco dance champion. Oh, wow. so- I know it's it's a madness. <laughs> it's <so funny. laughs> I think it was like a past life. It doesn't feel like it happened to me. it was so long ago, but yeah. that's what I did from about three till like thirteen or something went to secondary school and then I started figuring out I could sing and and then I loved acting and I thought, oh wow, you can actually take this as like a course. This is cool. so I did that and then I went and did like a b-tech in Neath Patalba College in Wales, yeah, and uh, was given amazing chances and opportunities to be leads in amazing shows like a V. You know, so it gives you confidence. When you're given opportunity, I've always said this, like, I, I think it is that you are fortunate if you are if you are given those opportunities, you, you learn a lot whilst you're doing it. So- Yeah, definitely. Confidence and so I, yeah, so I was very fortunate that that was my kind of path into it all. And then I figured out that you could audition for like drama schools and end up doing yeah. this as a job. And I thought, my God, like, thank God for that. Because I don't know, I genuinely don't know what else I would have done had it not been for that. Yeah. <laughs> What? But I genuinely think like theatre and the coming to London stuff completely saved me because it was, I was just like, what, what am I, what else am I going to do? I had no skill sets anywhere else. So yeah, yeah I kind of probably always knew that I was going to be performing in some capacity. I just at that age didn't even know it could be a
0: job. Yeah, just doing it for the love of it. Yeah. And when it got to that age of like auditioning for colleges, what was your experience like? How were your auditions? Did you like oh. go in person at that point? It was strange because like I said,
1: where I was in college, so doing the BTEC in Neith Portalba College, yeah, we, we didn't have a lot of knowledge but, and like none of us knew what to do and even like the lecturers we were all kind of just winging it they were very good though my lectures were great and the, yeah. well they've worked with some amazing people but again it's that thing of like no one really knew so we were kind of just i was like well i love singing this song and i know i can sing this high note so i'll, I'll sing that for my audition and then i like, can need like 16 bars or like a, a bar of eight or something ridiculous and you're like how on earth can i show off everything i can do in like however like but three words of music ridiculous so
0: hard yeah, yeah.
1: Absolute madness. And I just remember the the panic and then the anxiety of going, I even, because at this point, like, so, like I said, I'm from this really small place. I didn't grow up with like a lot, I didn't grow up with a lot of money and, you know, we didn't go on lots of holidays and things or trips, yeah. like UK holidays. But actually, I hadn't really been to London either. So I think the first time I ever went to London was when I was about 16. So I went to go see a show with my college and, uh, I just remember being like, whoa, this is mental. So then obviously I'm figuring out about drama schools and that I can do this. And so the drama school thing was mental because I had no idea what I was doing. I had bleach blonde hair that I dyed at the time. I had like a dark red lip. I went in with like bright blue jeans. You know, at that point, theatre school now is so different to when I went because I was auditioning like 2012, 2013. So things have changed quite dramatically. Since then. And uh, you know, they wanted you to be a very blank canvas. They yeah. wanted you like all in black, no makeup, and I'm just going, but that's not me at all. Like at that yeah. point I was like like I said, my hair was blonde and I was just living my best life doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. So the inexperience and, and and not knowing. When I turned up and saw all these people who clearly had been like guided in the correct way, I was just like, Whoa, this is mental what am i doing i've completely like misread what i'm yeah. meant to do but i remember my dad came with me to my audition for was it oh for mount view it was for Mountview, which i ended up getting into yeah and uh then i went and did my art head audition by myself heart, oh. attack. heart oh. attack because i didn't i've never been on the tube by myself my sense of direction is potentially the worst in the world out of everybody that exists it is dreadful. So I was actually terrified, but I was so proud of myself that I did it. But um, yeah, auditioning for drama school was a, such a scary time because it's walking into the world of the unknown.
0: Yeah, but you've got to remember like at that age, like, you don't know anything about like these drama schools, but being in one, you just realize that people want you to do your best. And it's all about just going and being an actual person and not like putting on a personality just to mm-hmm. please people
1: hundred percent like that's what i learned the things i learned at drama school i mean just about myself as well you learn so much about what you're capable of doing because you put in these like really strange situations where you know it's almost like it feels at the time like why are you trying to humiliate me in front of all these people but it's not it's they're like they're trying to get you to access all these things that they know you you can do but you you have to be vulnerable enough allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to let have any inhibition so that you when you leave you can access these things but you know it it is a it's a funny it's a funny it is a funny little transition period and yeah. i was a bit older actually going to drama school i think some people were, were just turned 18 and i was
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, wow so yeah yeah, I was 21 when I went, I'd i gone, there was a couple of things going on, you know, at home and with family, it was just the wrong time, and yeah. I thought, no, this is my time, I need to go, I need to go now, and when I got in, I thought, I'm glad, it's different for everybody, I think this is actually a good opportunity to say, you know, just because you are a bit older, or it it doesn't mean you're too old or it's, exactly it means absolutely nothing. It's about what's right for you and about what's the right time and that yeah. was the right time for me. But yeah, a, a very uh, a a very good experience for someone that had come from a very small town, hadn't really left, had yeah. kind of um I don't want to say small town mentality cause, I mean I did in some in some regard, but generally I I think because I wanted to explore and I wanted to go on experience. I think I was really open and wanting to do that. So, yeah. I mean, I was just this little Welsh girl, like, what? <laughs> I remember even like the accent, English accent was like, for me, it was quite intimidating for a very long time, which is so weird. Like. Yeah, because I hadn't really been around it at all. Yeah. So it was this new, like complete new life that I was yeah. now living. And never look back. And yeah,
0: really it's crazy. I think for me, um, you saying like being open and stuff and like pushing yourself out out of your yeah. comfort zone, that's the thing for me. I, I'm in my third year now. And when I was in first year, the things that they would make us do, I just would be terrified. Oh no. But now yeah. in third year, like it's nothing to me. And yeah. I think if I could tell myself in first year to just like get up, do it, yeah. I would have got so much further, so much quicker. Yeah. Because I th- just pushing yourself is so important to get where you want to be 100% because
1: i t- i remember i'll actually tell you this story because it is, it is funny yeah i want to hear it so when i was training in drama school my 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 thing has always been like contemporary right if i was if, always yeah. if i had a choice i would never have chosen to sing like a legit song or oh, gone in yeah. for that would never have been my choice. So mm-hmm. we would have these classes, we had like acting through song classes and we also had, um they would give us these uh shows. They'd say, okay, so this week, we're gonna audition for Secret Garden. So you need to bring a song that you yeah. would audition yeah. for Secret Garden, right? And then you'd have to get up in front of all of your class. Yeah, redo this. Right. So I was like, oh, legit week's coming up. Legit week's coming up. Bring me some Jason Robert Brown. What's going on? So I was like, "Okay, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get up first because I know if I sit there and I listen to all these incredible, legit singers, I'm going to not want to get up and do it. But I thought, you know what? That's not the point of the class. The point of the class is really it's an acting through song class and it's about auditioning for shows. So tough. I'm just going to do it, give it my best shot. And I got called out by one of my mates, actually, in class. I don't know, she must have been having a bit of a dodgy day. <laughs> <laughs> she went, she went um, why are you singing that song like it's a Jason Robert Brown piece? It's uh, it's, it's supposed to be, you know, uh, I don't know, some legit thing. And I was going, wow, that is enough to make me never want to do that ever again. And I actually want to die. Because imagine this now, I'm stood in front of my entire class. I'm a yeah. teacher and they're all just looking at me. And I'm like, thank you for your feedback. <laughs> like, absolutely. <laughs> and I think she just must've been having a really dodgy day. But then my teacher was like, do you know what? It's it's not about that. The fact that she got up first and she connected with the text and she exactly. used it. Yeah. And I thought that made me just go, right, here we go. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna like completely squeeze every bit of, think of, we spend so much money as well like for these yeah. courses right and i'm like i'm not here to just like stand here and like leave how i came in exactly. I wanna leave i want to leave with like all these amazing skills and things that i couldn't do initially i w- that's how i want to leave so yeah. um if there is any advice i can give to anybody it's hard it is hard but you don't people don't remember anything that happened, yeah, exactly. like I had to walk around for a full tomb as a horse. Like, <laughs> I'm not like an animal studies. I'll never forget. And I thought my god, this is hell. This is my idea of hell. Because I'm going oh. I'm never going to use this as an as a technique for like learning or like, I, I'm never going to do that. But other people did. Yeah. Other people well, like, you know, I, I like to like body, uh, I'll think of a bird. So it helps me get into this character. Whereas that's not necessarily my way of doing things, but it, yeah. that helps other people. So you've got to just like, it's not all going to be for you, but it's yeah. all like,
0: tools for this toolbox. And yeah. once you leave, use the tools that you want and get rid of the others. Yeah, it's like your own journey, and you just follow your path and then just pick things up along the way. Yeah, pick the things that work for you. For you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and
1: sometimes, you know, sometimes things won't work for you, that's fine too. Yeah, exactly. That's why you have to kind of do it all. And sometimes you feel like an idiot, sometimes you're gonna wanna literally die on the
0: spot, but I promise you, it's actually all worth it, it really is. It's better to just put your whole, like, Heart and soul into it and just give it I your was best not shot. enough for
1: it. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. When you left drama school, how quick did you get into a job? Did you struggle with auditioning? I got to be honest, I was very fortunate.
1: And I think uh, I was very fortunate that I managed to get an agent quite quickly. Yeah. And, and um, my friend, uh, Jordan Lee Davis, another Welshy, he was in Les Miserables at the time. Yeah, uh, he came to see my third year show. I didn't know him actually, so he just <laughs> I, I never met him, I only met him in London, which is quite funny. And uh, he had an agent, and when he came to see me in my third year show at Mountview, he said, I want to put you in touch with my agent. So he called uh, Bobby Chat, her name is. She was in Globe, she was a agent of Global Artists at the time. And uh in most incredible agent, like just unbelievable, unbelievably brilliant and really hardworking, gave her life to the job kind of thing. Yeah. And uh she came to see the show and she was like, right, I want to sign you. I was so and- lucky. I was so, so fortunate. I think it was the show, the role I was playing, just yeah. really, really like um I lucked out big time. So I was thrilled that that happened. So the agent thing was great. And then she kind of wanted me in for auditions straight away. And that's, that's great. You know, and all, and people want to see new newbies coming out to drama school. Yeah. So there were lots of auditions and everyone, it's so funny because when everyone starts getting auditions, everyone's like, what are you in for? Yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> and, and you're all kind of singing, turning, turning, turning. <laughs> you in all the rooms singing the same material <laughs> and everyone's in the same day. So yeah. yeah. Um, I had I had a few auditions. I was really lucky. I had loads of no's, which was very humbling and very scary. But yeah. again, another thing to take on for everybody, you are going to get a hell of a lot more no's than you are yeses. And yeah, it just It And it, all it does, it can break you or build you. It needs to build you, not yeah. to, don't allow it. Because it can, it's actually sometimes, the majority of the time, nothing to do with your ability and how good you are. Mm. It's puzzles. It's yeah, look tight, yeah. all of that really voice type, yeah. the other the part that they're gonna like if you're if you're romantic, romantically or acting opposite somebody, does this work? And it's there's so much that comes into it, you yeah. can't get it yourself, you can't beat yourself up about it. Easier said than done, granted, but you will get loads more no's than yeses. And that's what happened to me. And, and I was like, I'm gonna get this because I'm in finals, I was getting finals for everything and not bagging the job. Oh, so annoying. So annoying. And then I got Ghost. So I had this Ghost audition through. It was a Bill Kenwright touring production in the UK. And then I was like, okay, then let's, let's go for it, I guess. I mean, this is a dream role, like covering Molly. Amazing. Wow, yeah. Then uh, Will Burton, I think, was also cast in Ghost, a different production that was take, going to Asia at the same time. So they were both completely different productions, two different teams, but both happening at the same time, one in the UK, one in Asia. So yeah. I was in both. And I ended up getting the job both in the same the, the same track in both shows. Absolutely meant like it was meant to be. It was meant to do it. How run how crazy is that? Yeah. So I ended up taking the UK tour because it suited my situation better yeah. and uh living circumstances. And I thought, well, at least if I ever go on as Molly, people will actually be able to see me and the contract was longer. I mean, and the money was there was more money and yeah. so a lot of things came into play. But that was my first job. And then I went straight on a UK tour, basically straight after drama school. Madness.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. And in all of this, where did, because you were on The Voice, weren't you? Where did that happen in your journey? Oh, right. So,
1: tr- completely, going to be completely honest with the whole thing. So, I had never intended on doing The Voice, never had any That's intention. Crazy.
0: Because you did and- so well on it.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I mean, it was one of the most terrifying experiences of my damn life. But it was it was great, and I don't. I'm I'm so thrilled that I did it. Yeah. But basically, it was during lockdown, and there was nothing else going on. And mm. I'd been kind of like scouted a few times, and always said no, and that I wasn't really interested in it. And I yeah. I didn't really want to be part of that big machine. And it's just like never. unless it's not for me. Then COVID happened, that dreaded word. And I thought, my agent called me and she said, they've act- the voice have been in touch and actually asked if I know of anyone on my books that would wanna be on the voice. And yeah. I was like, oh God, I was like, Bobby, like do you really think so? Like, I, I don't know if this is the right thing. And she was like, she said, look, if I thought you'd go on there and make a fool out of yourself, I'd say, don't do it. But she said, I have every faith. She was, that's what she's like. She's just yeah. got an incredible human. And uh, she was like, if you know, I have every faith and I know that you're going to go on there and you're going to do a good job. She gave me a lot of confidence. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, okay, all right. Let's, I, I, look, no, it doesn't mean I've got a blind audition just by saying yes, I'll, I'll, yeah. i end you the idea.
0: Go through the so,
1: different stages of it. Right. So I was like, I could say yes, I want to do it and actually not get a blind audition. Anyway. Obviously, I ended up getting a blind audition, so I'm, but the process was a madness. It was an absolute madness because I ended up having to send videos probably about I don't even know how many songs I ended up singing for them. in the end, I was like, right, listen, it's either one of it's one of these two songs, and if you don't let me do it, I'm just gonna respectfully back away because i'm yeah. I'm doing it for me and not for you know the show yeah. I, I, you know what I mean." So they ended up allowing me to do a song that I wanted to do. So actually the the reason why I ended up doing it was simply because there was nothing else to do and I needed a bit of um to keep my sanity intact. I just needed yeah, to, just to be busy. Have a bit of an outlet, yeah. And I was teaching a lot on Zoom at the time and I was kind of, you know, really making use of Having a bit of a break as well because, yeah. I, I as wonderful as it is to always to be like oh I'm always in a job sometimes you know you kind of like forget who you are a little bit because you're living yeah. in the in the time um, you're just in that bubble show and yeah yes yeah, even if I said oh I want to go for a drink or something you're always like oh you, you know you can't <laughs> yeah. you're always like oh it's nearly five o'clock got to go to warm up you know what I mean it's yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a job like like yeah. everybody else to do, but you never have your evenings free. And I am yeah. and very it's disciplined.
0: A lot.
1: Yeah, and you've got to be disciplined in in so many different ways. And like I think I, when COVID happened, part of me was actually thrilled for the break.
0: Yeah, which is just like, like six, shutting off and like having that time to just relax.
1: Yeah, because we were coming, we came out at six, and I, you know that was absolutely one of the craziest things I've ever experienced. Yeah. Well, probably
0: the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, And that show, that show was the first thing I saw coming out of COVID. And it was the tour in Leeds, the one where oh. Natalie Pilkington got proposed to. Oh, that show. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh my God. That is madness. Oh, I know. That- in Leeds, up in Leeds. Oh. And that was when all the seats were like, you. there was like one seat and then a gap. It was like madness. Everyone wearing a mask. And I just yeah. remember sitting there like, when the silhouettes like the beginning of the show and i was like oh my god i was like i love theater and i was like oh it was such a lovely that's
1: we we were so emotional as well because we were like i know how much this means to us but i know how much it's going to mean to everyone watching the show because it was crazy this bit of normality lots of people had actually had since covid began
0: yeah just seeing something live like in front of you and not on a screen i was like oh and just oh, hearing yeah. the music live I was like that is just something else I was like this is why like theater is so good yeah so special it's so
1: like I think that was one of the most amazing moments probably like coming back after
0: Covid being like it
1: gave me a newfound appreciation for the industry as well because like I said I was really tired I think mm. I was very much like nine to five in the the feel the feel of of the work Then was very like nine to five it's like okay I'm gonna work <sighs> like oh god and it ended up becoming that because I was knackered and I needed yeah. a bit of and I think having that break and then going back into the show I had this complete newfound appreciation for theatre like I think I needed that
0: yeah it was for a lot of people like I've heard that a lot that just having nothing and then going back to like easing it back into it it was just something else
1: and also you know that when that's when the voice comes back involved I guess because I, again it was something that wasn't the show it wasn't a musical it was it was something different it was me
0: honestly performing yeah myself yeah and i
1: haven't really done that apart from when yeah. you do the old concept which to be fair i hadn't really had much time to do either so yeah it was uh the voice was a great experience for that too and also yeah. now it's like you know thank god things went well and it, it was a good journey and i'm very pleased with like how things turned out so you know the, the videos and stuff that i've got it said it's it's it was a very positive yeah uh, so i'm very and obviously what else was great was that everyone was at home so the whole industry like a all lot I of people
0: made, were watching yeah
1: yeah, which a lot of people don't really watch The Voice anymore. Like they don't. So I didn't watch Voice, but I they were all watching it because they all wanted yeah. to support someone that they knew. That's lovely. Yeah, that's so, so nice. Yeah, it was actually really good. Um, it was great for me to do. Yeah. I'm pleased I did it. Yeah.
0: Along those lines, what is do you think is your most rewarding experience performing? <sighs>
1: God, that is a hard one. Yeah. I always do. I, I actually probably, probably that I think coming back after COVID. Yeah, because I saw, because I knew how much it meant to everybody, everyone, the front of house staff, yeah.
0: everyone
1: crew, the, the the cast, the audience. It meant so much to so many people. And I'm like, we are part of that. We're, we're part of bringing the normality yeah. back for people. And for us, it's a, it's, that's probably what it was. And I actually didn't know, think of that until we just spoke about it. But rewarding. Yeah. I'd say,
0: I'd say that was probably the most rewarding experience for sure. That's great. And how do you feel when you're on stage, like when you're just doing what you love?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a funny, it's funny because even when you're absolutely exhausted or you're not feeling 100%, because, you know, we all have lives and things are always, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like we have bad days and but the, the industry, when you're doing a show, especially something like six or something, I guess yeah. here we go and I've had a bad day and I've got to now pretend like everything's amazing. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. But then the show, does, there's a doctor, there's a thing called Dr. Theater and it's absolutely completely real. It's this thing like it just makes you go to a different place for a whole. Yeah, colorblind. it's like
0: escapism for sure. You just like,
1: forget everything. Yeah, well you're playing a character, I guess, aren't you? So you are stepping out of yourself for a significant amount of time out of your yeah. day. And it's it's um yeah, I think the feeling, I mean, I've always loved being on stage. I I love the buzz and I love I think I I also love what it gives people. Yeah, I love the the, brush. Like, I love the buzz of everybody yeah. and how they feel. I can feel it. And and I think like going back to six, I've never experienced anything like it. We were Technically, the first proper UK tour. That went. There was there was a version of the tour that went out, yeah. but we were the, at the big locations, right? That was us. So this is when six was massive, and yeah. this is obviously massive still. But no one had seen it. So and especially around the country, people were like, "This is the first time like we've been addicted to this album, and now it's here." I have never known anything
0: like it. It was huge everywhere. I remember.
1: Absolute madness. And we were like, whoa, this is... Because I did Heathers. Yeah. The original cast. That's amazing. And that was crazy. Yeah. But then I was playing because I was covering in Heathers, but it didn't... the, The fans didn't care who we were. I mean, I could have been sweeping the stage and I still think they'd want a picture. They were just <laughs> obsessed with the, absa- unbelievable, because that was, so that was my first experience with the like, yeah. fandoms and like the, the, that kind of thing. I'd never really experienced that ever before. Yeah. And
0: then
1: we'd come out stage door and there's just hundreds, upon hundreds and hundreds of people. And we're that like, what? just and crazy. I'm, and then I'm signing things and I'm taking pictures. I'm like, what is going on? And yeah. then obviously, I ended up playing, playing a part mm. in the six and new level of crazy. It was like didn't know what to do with it.
0: Yeah. That's no, how
1: to deal with it. And I think it's a it's a really interesting thing that this industry is is strange, is a strange one. And I like I'm very grateful that I've worked I'm very grateful for my journey in yeah. theatre because I've I have worked up from the bottom. Yeah, and now I'm playing roles. Very grateful yeah, to these crazy. You know, but I some people are so fortunate that they get to just leave drama school and they go straight into a role because it's so right for them. Or, yeah, you know, I I went from covering on a UK tour to being a dance captain on a West End production to being, wow. uh, like a cover then on the West End. So there's always, but you know, I've. I have always just like, and then it's like ticking off the venues that you want to tick off, like Regents Park Open Air and like the Don Mar Warehouse and yeah. these venues. Just like slowly are.
0: building up. Yeah. And
1: I really, I really am grateful that that is because I have such an appreciation for being where I am and yeah. also the people that surround me mm-hmm. and I don't take anybody or anything I'd like to think for granted. I am very... Yeah, that's pre- so
0: important. Yeah. yeah
1: but it really is and i think if again like i i'm only saying this cuz i th- i want it to, if it resonates with anybody people yeah. remember that people remember kindness yeah. and they 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 value you on that it's not yeah. about jobs you've done it's about how you've been whilst you've been doing those jobs yeah. and
0: treating people with respect like taking time yeah. out of your day to make other people feel like valued No people's,
1: names. Know people's yeah. names oh yeah for sure you know in every department the in wigs, in makeup, in costume, wardrobe, tech, sound, like, make yeah. sure that you know because these people are you're working with these people.
0: Yeah, and
1: it's it's a very and the band you know it's very easy to just be like I come on I do my thing can you just do that for me oh excuse me can you sort me out it's like these people are people yeah. and I, I've seen it around me and I go like twitchy I'm like oh, and everyone
0: is- talks to each other like you never know what right. to be said to who and maybe. So
1: it's important to just be a very like good person. That's what I always say first and foremost before anything else. Yeah,
0: it's so important and you're so right. Yeah, I've got a quick little game to wrap this up. How stagey are you? Not, (laughs) I'm terrified because I'm not stagey.
1: So don't, nobody come for me, okay? So (laughs) sorry, I'm sorry in advance.
0: Okay. No, I don't think they're that difficult. Okay, you're that difficult. I love
1: love theatre. I'm just, I'm not that stagey. That's all.
0: (laughs) No, it's from the official London theatre website and it's like a little sentence and it's like a who am I character. (laughs) I'm so bad. I'm so bad bad at these. Okay, let's go. Okay, one. I like to read. I have magical powers and sometimes I like to be a little bit naughty. Matilda. Yes. Oh, great. Okay, one one out of one, one out of one. Whoa. I was once a prince, but now I am a king. I like to live a worry-free life. I can give you the show name if you need. Oh. The Lion King.
1: Oh, Simba.
0: Yes! Okay. <laughs> good. Okay. Okay, this is a good one. I'm practically perfect in every way, and not to mention I can fly mary poppins darling yes okay so
1: it's not as bad as i thought was good, I? good.
0: yeah i knew you'd be good at it but let's not speak too soon you might be oh, i know you might be terrible at these next few but i think fine. i think so no it's fine it's fine i have emerald green skin a brilliant mind and a fiery spirit Elphabar. yeah Elphaba. Elphaba. okay, okay. This is, no, anyway, I'll say it anyway. It's it's not a musical, but it it has been turned into a musical. I'm a teenager with magical powers and I play Seeker for my house team. Harry Potter? Yeah. Woo. Have really? you seen that? Have More you seen think, that? No, but I am desperate. I want desperate. to, because re- I'm really interested about the two-part thing.
1: Oh my God, me too. And I, I want to do it like all in one day. I've yeah, I just done. don't have
0: the time.
1: I know, I know, I know. That's the thing. I'm like, when I don't want to watch one part and then have
0: to leave it for ages to watch the yeah, second. Yeah, and I... then wait like a month and then be like, oh, what happened in one?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, which would be me. I'd be like, can't remember. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. That's me. Okay, um, two more. Okay. I'm 11 years old and dancing is my favorite hobby because it feels like electricity. Billy Elliot. Yes, and oh, but not least. You'll definitely get this. Ooh. I'm a mythic bitch. I haunt my killer, and I always wear red. Heather Chandler. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm ever so pleased. I really didn't see that in my future. <laughs> you did. You did so well. I, I didn't doubt you. I didn't doubt you at all. I don't myself, though. So, but I'm something <laughs> for that. And for the sure. last thing I ever ask anyone that comes on my podcast is, who are you nominating for me to reach <gasps> out to to be on the pod? I think it's got to be my friend Oscar Conlamore because he's
1: hilarious. He's okay. so talented and um, he will give you entertainment for days. Okay. I think that would be absolutely brilliant. He's I'll actually like
0: amazing. So, yeah. oh, please, please. Cause I, I'm excited for that yeah okay for sure for sure i will definitely reach out to him thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate it it's thank been great you thank you so so much it's <sighs> been insane and for everyone watching happy new year Woo-hoo! happy new year enjoy thank it you. have fun A fantastic fantastic 2024 is it going to be 2024 i'm not honestly Come yeah on. i know babe i'm, the same. I'm like <laughs> where, where are we, we? Who's i'm like what <laughs> what's that tree <laughs> it's because like my diary i'm already putting 2024 dates in i'm like i know 2025 like what yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i i feel you a thousand percent
0: so because it already feels like yeah it's been lovely thank you honestly you're an absolute diamond oh you too it's been so lovely talking to you. you and good luck with like anything you're doing next i'm always always looking at what you're doing and i'm sure everyone watching the podcast will be too and it's yay thank you bye